Dear Mildly Awkward Podcast, I am writing to you from inside the worst party ever. I need a getaway plan. Help. This is from Trapped in Arizona. This is time sensitive too, so you gotta... Yeah. Oh yeah, if you gotta get out. <laughs> we just got this one live on the Instagram. Yeah, what you're gonna yep. do, you're gonna walk over to the ox court. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you all know where this is going, but you're gonna put on AHA, and while everyone is rioting with joy, you're gonna sneak out the back door. <laughs> No, I think I think create a Beautiful. like a a very effective disaster. Go shove a washcloth down the sink and turn it on. <laughs> and while everyone's like, "Oh my god, the kitchen's flooding or the bathroom's flooding," again, right out the back door, you you're go, in the clear. Oh, everyone's just having me. Like, I had such a good time. Bye. <laughs> Start a small fire. <laughs> <laughs> arson. That's what we're saying is go, arson. Go to the electrical box. Pour some gasoline on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to the Mildly Awkward Podcast, honest talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and as always, the mildly awkward. I am your co-host, Corby, and you can find me on the dance floor. I am your other co-host, Maddie, and you can find me on like the third or fourth floor of whatever house it is trying to look for the bathroom. And I'm Jacob, and you can find me out in my car waiting to find out if my friends have showed up yet. It is the party episode! That. I should say that with more, <laughs> right? I should say that with more. Like, it's the party episode! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's much better. Uh, so today in the studio, we have our dear, dear colleague and good friend, Close Jacob. personal friend, <laughs> Jacob. How are you today, Jacob? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here. I'm feeling yeah, mildly awesome. awkward. Wonderful. That's it's, what we strive for it's here. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> But mildly, so, you know, this isn't the wildly awkward podcast. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> also, we apologize in advance for the roof people who seem to have decided to do construction in our studio today. So if you hear some phantom stuff, some phantom noises, that's what that is. So Jacob, tell us about yourself. Who are you? I am Jacob. I know you two both from uh, the graduate program. I live here in Minneapolis. I've been known to party, but I think those days might be behind me. Enjoy good girl cheese. That's good. Yeah, thank you. That's perfect. That's most. That's most of my personalities. Grilled cheese based. So you're here for the party episode, which is a very important episode because it's about parties. Yes, he's fist bumping. Um, and we have a lot of things to cover today, so let's just jump right in. What is the most dramatic thing you've ever seen at a party? Dramatic or traumatic? Either one. Either. Yeah, the, the, fact that you went, sure. the fact that you went right for traumatic means, is there a story there? Uh, no, so I, I've never seen anything directly. I went to uh, undergrad at Iowa State, and they had a week-long party called Visha. That wasn't actually supposed to be a party, but it was. And it got shut down my second senior year of college because people were rioting on a Tuesday. So I think just, just seeing a bunch of 20-somethings running through the street drunk at like 8.30 on a Tuesday night, flipping cars and... Oh like, gosh. ripping down stop signs. It was dramatic and also probably traumatic. They shut the festival down after Holy that. cow. Yeah. All right. So, to 
you go, oh, I don't think I've seen anything that dramatic at a party. <laughs> because it's a literal riot. Uh, yeah, that was kind of the standard. How are we going to um, go up from here? <laughs> How about the most dramatic thing you've ever like done at a party yourself? I pride myself on my ability not to get too <laughs> dramatic or traumatic at parties. I'm usually the one uh, chauffeuring my friends around and recovering their traumatic and dramatic things. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm usually the one uh, recovering my friends from peeing in a stairway or in a dryer <laughs> or throwing a bottle somewhere or stealing some booze. But uh, I haven't, I've never, I've always wanted to get slapped, like a drink poured on me and slapped oh, at a party. Cause like that a is, drink thrown in your face or right, something? Right, yeah, that's like the most dramatic thing. And I've never seen it happen in real life, but I very badly want to. I've seen it happen once in real life. What and happened? it was, we were like out to dinner with some people from college and someone like it was a bunch of friends no it was studying abroad i think it was and we we're all like at a restaurant and someone had just like an inch or so of water in their cup and so, like the guy sitting across from her who was also in our program said something that she found offensive and she went ah oh! and like literally <laughs> did the water in the face thing um <laughs> Yeah, I don't even remember what they were talking about. I mean, the guy took it very well. He just sort of, like, laughed about it, and then people teased her for, like, two months about it. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, I don't believe I've ever seen it, but I would love to either participate or <laughs> or be the recipient or whatever. I, I'm thinking the most dramatic... I've seen... So I, I was in a fraternity in college, so I saw a lot of dramatic and messed up stuff. Uh, I know we had this one party where it was called Moon Bounce or Moonwalk, and we had mattresses in the hallway. So we had people that would be jumping in the hallway. And I've seen a lot of heads, like, hit the ceiling. Oh, no. I've seen people, like, fly down the stairs because they're trying to jump down them from the mattress. When I was turning 21, I went out with my family to, you know, celebrate the birthday. And this one guy. So I, I, I went. I was going to the bathroom. There's a line in the bathroom. And I was standing out there talking to this lady. And she was playing the whole, like, how old do you think I am? And so that was, like, the first time I've ever had, like, a bar experience. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And I was like, uh, 24. And she's like, no. And I'm like, she's like, higher. And so I was like, okay, 26. She's like, no. And then finally I was like, 28. And she was like, no, I'm 32. And then right behind me, this guy fell down the stairs. Um, so it's not related to that Talk part of the story. But Whoa! It is, uh, it's a lot of elements to this happening. You're 21, you're at a bar with your whole family. Yeah. Someone's trying to have you guess her age, and then someone fell down the stairs behind you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see it because I was um, having an, a really in-depth conversation with this person, but my sister said his head hit every stair. So <laughs> I felt real bad. I but it was pretty laughing, dramatic. But that's a really... That's kind of a hilarious image. <laughs> His face was like, oh my God, I felt so bad. But yeah, so that's probably the most dramatic thing that's ever happened. That's like multiple things. That's good. <laughs> Is that how you spent your 21st? Yes. How did you spend your 21st? Did you have a party? I did not have a party. I went to a party. Uh, I think it was a Thursday night. I know the night ended at Perkins. I got Fruit Loops with milk <laughs> at Perkins. Not even like real breakfast food. That was all I really wanted. Nice. My 21st, I went to a bar with just a very small group of friends and had like a glass of wine in three hours. <laughs> As we've covered before, not a huge drinker, this girl. That's all right. <laughs> have you ever been to a party that's been broken up by police? I have. I've never, so I have gotten a ticket for drinking prior to when I turned 21. <gasps> oh, so 21. they broke you up <laughs> as, the, as the police. <laughs> um, 
but this was not when I got it. But I have been at several house parties uh, in in college and undergrad where the police roll up and yeah, it's just every. Did you have to like take off running in the backyard? Yeah, yeah, it's everyone <laughs> out like out a window, out you know the front door, hide in the basement wherever you can get, and then just get away and hope oh, you can wow. be a block away by the time they come back outside. And so that I mean that's dramatic. That's that dramatic. is dramatic. I've been to one party that was broken up by the police. Um, I know, which is weird considering I just talked about how I'm very straight-laced and I don't like to drink and all this. But my sister and I were at a Halloween party in on undergrad because we overlapped a couple of years. And a whole bunch of people, like, it was just our friends and stuff like that. And then someone had invited someone and they invited all their friends. So all of a sudden we got this huge influx of people who are all super drunk, a lot of underage people. And my sister looked around and I think she might have seen, like, a cop car or something like that. And she went, okay, we're going to go now. And I was like, what? No. And she was like, we're leaving. And then as soon as we were walking down the street away... Um, a whole bunch of cop cars pulled up. Ooh. So shout out to my older sister for being amazing. So <laughs> how about you, Corby? Have you ever? I have not. I A few of the fraternity parties were broken up by, like, security, but that that's, like, routine. Like, they just pick two parties a year or something. <laughs> They're just like, oh, time to break this one up. A lot of fire alarms pulled that prompted everyone to leave. The best is always when people just hang out on the lawn until the fire alarm gets turned off and then everyone comes back <laughs> in to party. So... Um, and we had a lot of walkthroughs, which entails putting everyone into rooms, and they're not allowed to open the doors, so they can walk through the halls, and they're like, oh, looks like a party's happening, but everyone's, like, in rooms, like, drunk and hiccuping, so it's pretty, it's a pretty cool experience, but Wait, you're do just they like, know that there are people in rooms? Yeah, like, of course they know. Oh. They just, they can't open the doors without, like, permission. Oh. And so they're allowed to walk through the hall, and it has, like... 10, 12 rooms, and it's just full of people who are just like, shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. Um, so that's always like a fun thing. And plus, when I was like president for a little bit, I was the one that would have to like walk someone through. Mr. Or, president, what an honor. Yeah. You can't so, just drop casually that you were president. What no, were you president of, Corby? <laughs> I was the president of Sigma Chi fraternity. Yay. But um, those days are long behind me. <laughs> Yeah, so, but it was, like, fun, like, walking through, and you're also kind of, like, tipsy, but you're like, see, everything's correct, so, like, it's just kind of a fun experience, but. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Have you ever crashed a party that you were not invited to? Oh, yeah. Wait, you say that, like, like it's, oh, like, of course. Yes, yeah, so I don't, I don't, well, it's because I don't get invited to a lot of parties. <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, not, like, crashed. I've never, like, crashed a wedding or crashed, like, a small birthday party, but it's a lot of friend of a friend knows a friend that has, you know, was throwing this house party or is meeting at their apartment before they go out. And then it's a lot of like, oh, by the way, this is Jacob or by the way, you know, we're here. And I don't know know if that counts as crashing. When there's a group of people who are like, oh my gosh, we're all going to a party. You should totally come. Right. I don't see that. That doesn't count. I've never, I I very badly want to crash a wedding. I think, (laughs) (laughs) I remember once I was at a wedding where someone had crashed and it was such a big wedding. They didn't realize it until afterwards and were opening presents and there was one that was like this big big bag that just said like from your crashers thanks for the party or something (laughs) and it was it was really sweet because it was actually full of like a whole bunch of different cleaning supplies and it was all like brand new stuff and it was like pretty nice but they were like we had no idea we had crashers and they were very considerate and they brought a whole big bag of cleaning supplies as a gift that's yeah that's kind of adorable that's super adorable super sweet of them so you need to have a game plan like that if you're going to crash a wedding yeah, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> what type of person are you at a party? Oh, I'm the shy, quiet person. That I mean, really? I, yeah, I said it at the top. Like, I will wait in my car until I see a friend go into the party, wow. and then I'll either like grab them before I before I go in, or like make sure they're in there, and then I'll show up and be like, okay, got eyes on them. I know they're <laughs> here. I'm Great. Not alone. Um, 
it's hard going into a party on your own. Like, yeah. that's, I don't know if you share this at all, Corby, but, like, it is so intimidating being like, okay, hope I know someone mm-hmm. in there. Well, and especially when you only know, like, a friend of a friend or you're meeting a friend there and it's a different friend group because all those heads turn when you walk in and they're like, I don't know you. Are you supposed to be here? And I'm like, I don't know, but I am here and I don't want to be and you don't really want me to be. And, uh, um, and it always works out fine. Like, once I get to know people, it's it's fine, but I'm never... I'm never the one putting the lampshade on my head or like starting <laughs> starting karaoke or anything like that. Yeah. Have you ever participated in karaoke at a party? Not like a karaoke bar, but like, oh, someone brought a machine, let's do it. Not with a machine, but I would say 90% of the parties I've been to involve <laughs> groups of drunk people screaming lyrics to any given song. I mean, if there's music playing, people are singing. If you know me personally, I hate karaoke really? you don't need to know me personally to know i probably hate like, karaoke i do know you personally i don't know if it's ever come up before this moment i yeah it's not and it's not like oh my gosh i don't want to do it because i just don't do it i'm like i'm not gonna sing in front of all these people but yeah no i i don't like the loudness of it i'm more of oh, like yeah. let's kind of chill out a little bit so like, what kind of person are you at parties i'm very much the host unless I know I don't have to be. But my default, like, nine out of ten times, I will be like, oh, I have to make sure everyone has fun, and, oh, do you need another drink? You know, I'm just, I'm very, like, a host. But the second I'm with someone, or I'm, like, for instance, if someone's like, I'm going to drive you home, don't worry about it, blah, 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 then I'm like, I'm blackout, Corby. (laughs) 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 Which was nice being at a fraternity that had parties, because then you're like, you know what, you can just have fun and not worry about it. Right. And then or just go a, to bed. Or I was going to say, if it's at the house where you live, yeah, right. you could be like, I don't need to worry about this. Yeah. Right. Also, being in a fraternity, if you had big parties, you're always worried, like, is that person going to steal something? Mm-hmm. Like, is that person going to go through my fridge? Is What's, that person oh, puking no. on the ground right now? Or like, Have you ever woken up, at, like, the day after a party and realized that something in your house was missing? Or Yeah, yeah no, yeah? all the time. <gasps> How about you? As somebody that was not in a fraternity but did go to fraternity parties, I promise that I stole things every given opportunity. Wait, like what, though? Mostly booze. You know, mostly a, a handle of vodka that's laying around or a case of beer, but any any pictures that aren't, like, composite pictures hanging on the wall oh are gone. Gosh. Any koozies, any coasters, any... bothers me, though, like, when they would take a composite picture. I'm like, what well, are you like, going to do no with that? There's no use for like, that. That thing costs, like, a lot of money. It really tied my living room just... together, though. <laughs> <laughs> so here we have the classic meeting of the, the party thief and the, the party host <laughs> who was the victim of said theft. No, I... I'm this a, is restorative justice, you I'm, guys. No, Let's I'm talk going about. to admit that I stole a lot of stuff. It's just, it's part of the culture that you're like, no, really? you have to like, it's like a war between, I'm like, sick versus them, As, you know? What's like, the biggest thing someone stole in this weird war? Well, I guess composites are like, what is, okay, I'm sorry, what is a composite? The, the big picture with like all the brothers on it or the sisters on it. So oh, it's like 60 I get it. people yep. dressed up watching you. So I don't know why someone would want to take it. Like, did anyone steal a couch? See, no. I would think that would be fun. Unless I would was, do that. Unless it was for a prank. If I could go back in time and go to college where they had Greek life, I would steal someone's couch. <laughs> that would be the crowning achievement of my undergrad. Yeah, a lot of pictures, a lot of flags that are hanging up, posters. I don't know. I, I kept mine pretty harmless because I hate getting stolen from, and I'm a very big believer in karma. But uh, <laughs> no, if it's just laying around, I'm going to put it in my pocket. <laughs> I, right. I still do that. I steal glasses from breweries or coasters or whatever yeah my whole thing is like it can't cost a lot of money 
and it can't be like an actual like of value type of thing because I had someone one of my friends take someone's like uh, like Game Boy or something and I'm like you oh, can't no. do that like that's oh, actual that's, like theft that's like, not good I mean, it's yeah. all theft but it's, like it's hours but I'm like that picture of a cat there. on the ground or on the wall like yeah like as much as they're like we love this cat on the wall it's like you know, whatever. It's not going to work. <laughs> right. Anything, well, I'm thinking like just if we had a party in our studio right now and someone stole our little dog mascot. Yeah. That's, that's fair game, right? Yeah. yeah. But not our soundboard. Yeah. That would get our sound producer. Also, pissed. I'm very sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We're not encouraging anyone to steal that. The, the roof people are coming. The roof people are coming. <laughs> it's gotten very quiet up there. I wonder if they're plotting. They're they looking plotting. in and going, oh, Maybe yeah. they're listening, and they're just like, what a fun show. Like, yeah, what we, a earned, fu- we earned a what break. A fun bit. Thank yeah. you so much for subscribing, <laughs> roof people. I re- And you know what? For your reviews on iTunes, roof people, that really helps us get noticed. So thank you. <laughs> Have you ever been to a party with a pinata? Probably not since I was like eight. You know, your kid's birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have if you, you had no, no, I'm just year, curious. Maddie, have you been to a party? With a pinata? But now that you say it, like our next party, can we get at least a couple pinatas? Oh, what is something you could put in a pinata that would be awesome at like at a party with adults? Oh, like little shooters of booze. <laughs> yeah, like but then once you condoms. broke it, it would like shatter. <laughs> It would be broken glass, everywhere. booze, yeah, and paper mache everywhere. Plastic ones, well, condoms, dime bags, yeah. you know. <laughs> The shards of glass will cut you, the alcohol will get into your skin, making you drunker, yeah. quicker, and thus ready for fun times. It's a very specific type of party. Yeah. What is something, well, maybe we've already answered this with glass bottles of booze, but what's something you could put in a pinata that would ruin a party? Bees. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I've been to a couple of bee-related parties. They're not bad. Like, there are a lot of things. Anthrax. <laughs> okay, let's, like, pull it back. <laughs> So bees and anthrax. Thank you for that, Jacob. Like cold French fries. Because like, if you're drunk and at a party and it was hot French fries, people are going nuts for that. That's what we should put in there cold instead French of dime fries, bags. Game over. <laughs> I don't know. I think the dime bag should stay. <laughs> I think we're dime all in agreement. Full <laughs> of hot French fries. <laughs> Have a question, suggestion for a topic, or maybe you just need some mildly awkward advice. Shoot us an email at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. What is the best party you've ever attended? Or one of the best that just springs to mind? It's, I, it, I struggle with it because like I can't think of one single party, but like the setting is just like 10 to 12 people that all know each other, maybe two or three like either like wild cards like, like plus ones wild cards friends of friends whatever um and we stay in one place or go to like one bar because i'll, I'll wander too when i drink i'm a big wanderer um and that just brings a level of stress that nobody wants um i'm a, I'm a liability um so your ideal party 10 to 12 people okay to, yeah see. no like a small group but not too small we're like what time would it start 2 p.m. We're in bed by 4:30. <laughs> uh, no, I think like a like like a late e- like a late evening post post dinner, and then you kind of hit the peak 10 11, and then you can start bringing it down. I also I'm much more of a fan of like the after after parties, like when you end up just like laying on a floor or sitting on a couch at just 3 a.m. Talking 3, about life. 3 a.m. Yeah. and like you've been drunk and but now you're like composed a little bit and just like living through it. Um, and you really hit those those deep conversations. Those deep combos, yeah. 
Otherwise, a, a couple of the weddings I've been to have probably been some of the better parties that I've been to. Nice. That's always really impressive when people can have their wedding reception also be a really fun party because mm-hmm. it's a hard line to walk, right? You're like, Uncle Stan is here, but also all my friends are here. So, <laughs> I think that that's that's more on me, though, because like as a kid, you're just never going to have fun at a wedding. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not drinking or it's not family, it's like a family friend and you don't know them. Um, and if you're too old, like it's your one chance to make it count, then you're probably like hurting the next day. But if you're a 20-something and you're going to a wedding, that's that's got to be the that's best true. setting be, for a party. That can be a lot of fun. I've been to a few formals that are pretty good, but also, like, the last wedding I went to, there was an open bar, so that was, like, like instant peak for me. Like, if you can if you can have an open bar, it's going to be a good thing. But in terms of, I've been to a lot of parties and a lot of theme parties, which, you know. Theme parties are great. Theme I would, pretty fun. Theme parties are actually really fun. I've been to very few of them because I was not, like, my um, university didn't have any Greek life. Like, it wasn't allowed, so. Yeah. What's the what's the best theme party? I'm sorry. What were you gonna ask? No, I was gonna ask the same thing. <laughs> what's what's the best theme party you guys have been to? I think any any that's like a decades party is <gasps> yes. is big for me. Like I've been to like a 20s party. I've been to a 90s party, which was great. 80s parties, just leg warmers everywhere. It's fantastic. Love and then I think parties. the best part is you get the music too. Is mm. part it's on theme, so yes. you got all of those bangers from the Tears 70s, fears, 80s, yeah. yeah, 90s, whatever. Thompson Twins, shout out. <laughs> I mean, Moonwalk, which invites a lot of space-related things, so that's always fun. Yes. Um, I, I've never been to, like, a toga party, but I've always wanted to go to, <gasps> Wait, like, you were in a frat? You never went to a toga party? I don't think we ever had a toga party during okay. our time there. Also, obviously, I'm not 100% sure. Is it just you wear togas? Yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> that still yeah, sounds at, fun, at actually. At point, you have to chant toga. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the main event we should do that in our grad programs <laughs> like toga two, party two, two hours of can we chanting. start having theme parties like, we should okay yeah. if you guys were gonna have like i think the one that would be a lot of fun would be like an early 2000s themed party like as a decade party because we're in you know the 2000 teens now so if you went back to like the aughts or whatever they call it that would be a fun party I mean, what would you wear to a early 2000 theme party oh gosh um a lot of denim. I'm just thinking of what I wore in the early thousands. So I'm nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It was a lot of denim. Way too big cargo shorts. Uh, I'd let my hair grow for like three months before it. You like hockey just hair? Be like very greasy, curly. Oh, no. um, have to get braces put back on. Oh, no. Be very expensive. How about you? Yeah, I was thinking I'd probably do like a a couple outfit with one of my roommates and do like a Justin Timberlake. (gasps) All denim. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We just like recreate the whole boy band look of Backstreet Boys or Some like frosted tips and like those shirts with like flames on them kind of, like the button downs, (laughs) right? Right? And we're like kneeling a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We're just into everything we're ever saying. I have like my sparkly lip gloss. That'd be beautiful. (laughs) With the flames coming up just makes me think of Guy Fieri, especially with the frosted tips. Like you could do a TV personality party. That would be awesome. (gasps) That would be fun. (laughs) TV personality party. Not early 2000s, just in general. No, just any, any, whatever decade. I would be Regis building. (laughs) (laughs) He is a god amongst men. (laughs) TV stature. <laughs> would you ever do a, a themed wedding? Like if I married, super would. You would? What would be the theme? Because I don't, I really don't like the idea of a big wedding in general or like a traditional wedding in general. So like I, I'm game for almost anything. I think it'd just be fun for everyone to come up in costume or Superhero. to say like have a costume party and then you and your spouse show up in like wedding attire and be like, psych, it's our <laughs> wedding. Like a full person. I would do superhero yeah. too though. Yeah. What or I would do like 
fantasy LARPing sort of, you know, <laughs> fantasy role-playing Dungeons and Dragons themed say, wedding. The whole the whole reception is just like six hours of the entire <laughs> wedding party playing Dungeons and Dragons. Would that not be amazing though? It would be super fun for the wedding party. <laughs> Everyone else just has to watch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I do a themed wedding. That's going to be my bachelorette party is just six hours of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if there's anything we I'm hire into a stripper enough. to be one of the NPCs in our Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> be like, you are Lord Glorflor. Like <laughs> Here's like your battle axe. Dressing up in D&D garb and like stripping down, they come half naked and, and then they, just dress up they put as on. that. And you're like, oh, it's going down. <laughs> Play Lord of the Rings soundtrack in the background. <laughs> Maddie is already feeling this. <laughs> She's going to get married tomorrow. <laughs> Would you have a themed wedding? Either of you? I don't think I would. I don't think there's anything I'm into enough that like would be worth the effort. But maybe. Maybe I'll find something. I don't know. Yeah. Have you? I would not. No. 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 Unless it was just like, the theme is classy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you shaming me for wanting a themed <laughs> well, wedding? No, because I'm, I'm with... Ooh, Hawaiian be cool. Just in I... Hawaii, it would be cute, too. Yeah. Mm, let's do that. Yeah. Well, What's the budget <laughs> on that? <laughs> 40 bucks. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like with a destination wedding, but in terms of like theme, I just I don't think I'd be able to settle on getting some theme. Right. Also, it would look super dated like immediately. You'd be like, "Oh, remember that era in my life where I was really into superheroes <laughs> 4 years ago?" <laughs> what is a themed party that you really want to throw someday? Or what do you think like a really good theme would be for a party? Oh, I need to, Oh, I used to have a whole list of on my Wait, phone. Wait, what? I used to have a whole list of like theme parties my friends and I uh Back home, just made a whole list of like house parties we're gonna throw. I don't think I have it anymore, and that breaks my heart. Do you remember any of them? Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, I gotta think. I think I know one of them was like a, a doctor patient, but like somebody had to come dressed as a doctor, and somebody had to come like dressed like they were suffering from an injury. Like you'd have to tape up your arm and be like broken. Um, <laughs> they're all like very half fleshed out. They're yeah. not. They're not super thought out. We'll get there. God, since we're in a counseling program, we should do like a psychology themed one. Be like, look at my mustache. I'm Freud. No. I actually would really love that. Would be a if ton everyone of fun. came dressed yeah. as like I'm Skinner. Right. Like a bunch hey, of look at me. It's Carl Rogers. All of our listeners are like, oh my gosh, these are also my favorite psychologists that I definitely know about. Yeah, we followed up D and D with psychology themed parties. So we're really to be clear, though, we're really cool, you guys. I mean, I just want to make sure everyone knows that. Find the Mildly Awkward podcast on iTunes. Subscribe for new episodes dropping every Monday. And leave us a rating and a review. Okay, so Jacob, you're at a big house party, as some of the ones that were broken up by cops in college, and someone hands you the ox cord, and if your aim was to play the most awkward thing possible, what would you play? Also, if you hurt anything, our guest <laughs> just gave a nice right hook to his microphone. <laughs> Just punched it right out of the ear. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. So I don't know what would make it awkward. I have a streak in me where if I'm able to choose a song at any given party and I've had any amount of alcohol, I will play "Take on Me" by Aha. Ah, yeah, yes, that's and a I good will one. put it on repeat <laughs> until I get asked to leave. That's a good Has one. this happened? How about I you? you? I thought you were gonna say Africa. Uh, That's another another, solid another classic party, and you're another gonna want to you're gonna want to do a couple ahas and then slip in in Africa. <laughs> How about you, Corby? 
The most annoying song? Or just something to make it really awkward if someone handed you the ox chord. Oh, just a lot of Adele. (laughs) (laughs) Just gets really slow and really dramatic. I'm like, what? Hello is a party song. Come on. (laughs) What song is always like a big hit at parties, though, when you play it? If you say aha again. Uh, Yeah, well, you know it's going to be aha because it is. Uh, Take on me, we'll get people going. Or like, come on Eileen or like... Piano man, people oh. scream a lot. Like, Piano man, really? That's yeah, a, that's like kind nobody, of a down no, song. nobody likes it, but everybody <laughs> will sing and like, come on, Eileen. Everyone will dance. They do know it, but nobody will like. Like you, no, you're not gonna make friends from doing this. I was thinking Hollaback Girl by Oh my gosh, yes. Stefani is always like, like, because that's the type of song you probably haven't heard in like two years or something, and you're like, oh yeah, but you don't want to listen to it twice. But it's definitely a hit for that moment. I feel. What about you, Maddie? What do you got? What do I got? Oh, hey, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about aha now, and I can't get that out of my head. Mission accomplished. Uh, Justin Timberlake, sexy back. <laughs> make everyone real uncomfortable. <laughs> and just make really dramatic eye contact with people as it's playing. <laughs> Multiple different people. There's layers to this. <laughs> to this I, have a, I have a plan. Who's going to get married before you leave? <laughs> In a superhero-themed party. What are the best party games? I like I like card games. I need, like, King's Cup or Asshole or Irish Poker. I obviously <laughs> went to a lot of parties in college, so <laughs> I know already, but what are those? <laughs> they're all drinking games. They're, they're yeah. all, yeah, card-based drinking oh. games that you See, can do. I always went to parties where they're just like, oh, beer pong, and then have a bonfire, and I was like, well, that's not that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, do. I like I like beer pong too. I'd rather do, I like I'm better at flip cup, so I prefer flip cup. But beer pong's just easier. But yeah, I like I like I like card games because you can still talk while you do most of them. They're not too complicated some of the time. Yeah, yeah. I prefer I prefer the card games. Beer pong it takes me a bit to get into. I just have to be like already. I have to be in the mood for beer pong, and flip cup, mm-hmm. and anything involving me like being competitive. But I like the card games because if you're just if you're pulling out a card, it's, there's no competition. You're just putting the card in, and if you drink, you drink. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Right? Yeah. If you lose, you're still drinking, and you're winning. You win. <laughs> I was gonna say I have played beer pong before, but as someone who doesn't drink, I'm like the worst person to be on a team with because I'll be like, "Yay, we got okay." You have to drink that now, <laughs> like to the first. So one of us is getting very hammered, and I'm just like, "Yeah, this is fun." <laughs> Okay, parties from movies and TV. Not always like the most realistic depictions ever, but what is like the a party that you've seen depicted in media that you think, oh, that would be an awesome party? So I'm going to just throw this one out there. Uh, a classic, a wonderful, iconic party from Bridesmaids. The, <laughs> the bridal shower where she goes on a rant and talks about that effing cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and just loses it because she stole her theme, but right? She's like, yeah, she's like in this unsanitary chocolate and like put her hands in. <laughs> like, I love that because they had puppies. So. <laughs> Made all of this and you're like, what I'm really here for is the dogs. I'm here for the puppies. Corby's dream the, the party. party gift. Is six puppies. And Kristen Wiig yelling. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. This sounds like a fever dream I've had. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think some of the biggest, like, party depictions just stress me out. Because big parties, big groups of people just stress me out. And so, even, like, party movies like Project X, the whole thing was throw that a party. That really stressful. Right? And, like, uh, even, like, what, the American Pie ones? Do they have college? They have college ones, right? I don't think or I've like, ever. I don't think I've ever actually no. seen that. Or like movie. Animal House, I think is another one. Or like yeah, or like Super Bad. Oh um, yeah. 
oh, or like those all just stress me out. That's not, <laughs> that's not for me. Um, but for whatever reason, I really want to go to the Leo version of Great Gatsby and part, <gasps> yes. go to that party. That like does it was, seem amazing. It was the soundtrack. It was awesome. the lighting. It was a cinematic masterpiece. That's a great. That's it a was, really good and choice. Stick around. You get to see the murder <laughs> and the fool. So yeah, I would love to go to Gatsby. Sorry party. for people who haven't you know yeah, spoiler read alert. that yet since the 1920s. Get the there's a matter in the pool. I'm kind of, I mean, that, <laughs> that movie has been out for many years, and that book has been out since, like, the 20s, so <laughs> No okay. excuses. Did it, it come out in the 20s? That's when I F. Scott Fitzgerald was writing, right? Okay, I don't, I don't think so. I know it was set in I the 20s. I gotta check, hold on. Yeah, is there actually an old one? A, I yeah, said the new one. version. The other one's not. Assuming. Great Gatsby, published April 10th, 1925. What a year. Never doubt me again. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that year, 1925. It's been 84 years. When we used Has to it? dance. Not, I think it's been more than that since 1925. We used to dance yeah. and we'll listen to Fergie and Jay-Z. God, that, was that was a good, good soundtrack, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, okay, good. the reason... I know that you aren't, like, buying what they're selling in that movie, but the whole thing, though, it's, like, depicting, like, a rager from the 20s. Like, it helps us as the audience figure out what kind of party it is if it's like, oh, this this makes sense. But I think I would have appreciated it more if it featured more realistic music. Or or like taking Jay-Z, taking Jay-Z's like words in a way he raps or whatever, but then sets it to music that is more relevant to that time. Because then I'm like, oh, like you're just like adapting. Like I don't mind hearing Jay-Z's voice or hearing Kanye West or hearing Lana Del Rey. But it's like if they had just maybe transitioned the music a little more just so it was a little more accurate. I think us as an audience could be like, those are our favorite artists, mm-hmm. but this is how they would have sound back then. It would I just guess. I don't know. I appreciated what they more. did, but agree disagree. That is kind of a cool idea. No, though, we're not. not gonna lie. No, we're gonna figure this out right now. <laughs> this has become a great Gatsby soundtrack <laughs> debate club podcast. Very sorry to the roof people who were tuning in for Mildly Awkward. Check out next Monday when we review the whole movie, start to finish. Okay, we would be remiss if we did not talk about birthday parties on a party episode. <laughs> what is the best birthday party you've ever had? So I have a December birthday, and so that took oh, out no. took took out a lot of my go to birthday activities like mini golf or like a baseball game. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of bowling birthdays. I had one where I went to a hockey game, and that was good. Um, there is one that my family will not ever let me live down. <laughs> I think I was. I was turning 12 or turning 13, somewhere right in that kind of early early middle school stage, and I wanted to have a sleepover. I wanted to have friends. We were going to go bowling. We were going to do pizza, and then they were going to stay over. But the, the, the thing was that I had a family Christmas the next morning. And so my parents were like, they can come. like They can sleep over, whatever. You just have to get up. Everybody has to leave. You have to sleep at some point. Like Just don't make us regret it at this family <laughs> Christmas tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, of course. That's never going to be a problem. <laughs> And this is more on my parents than on me because they knew full well what yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, come on, Mr. Like, and Mrs. Jacob's mom and dad. And, yeah, so fast forward to 12 hours later at 10 in the morning where we're packing up to go to this family Christmas. And I get there and proceed to sleep for three of the four hours we were there. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and that was only half the day. So we go back. We're like, okay, after after the Christmas, we were going to go to my cousin's house, have dinner, do cake. Um, and so I, I slept all through the Christmas party, I went back to their house. I slept some more. Like, <laughs> no. I finally get up to go eat cake and like open open cards. 
and my family's starting to poke fun at me a little bit, oh, which... No. Wait, was this the, the, the thing in the evening with, like, cake and stuff like that? Was that for your birthday? Yes. So you were yes. sleeping through this, your own birthday this party was with the your day, family? Yes, so my birthday is December 4th. This Christmas was on December 5th. Oh, no. It was a Friday night into Saturday, which should be the ber- best birthday of your life. Like, that should be when you can really live it up, have a party, <laughs> let loose. go all out. And I'm like, I'm gonna... And then it backfired horribly the next day. And so... <laughs> Eventually, like, I'm, I'm starting to get mad because they're, like, poking fun at me. They're like, you said you weren't going to leave. Like, look at how good, like, you know, it's all terrible. Um, and I, like, run away in, des- in the middle <laughs> Wait, of December. What? I, like, go out onto the deck because oh, no. they're, like, going to take a picture of me next to my cake and my hair is all messed up. I look like I've been sleeping all day. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I look miserable. And so there's a photo of them, like, snapped through the blinds out onto the porch of me standing in the snow, like... <laughs> If I had the wherewithal, I would have flipped them off, but it's just me, like, scowling through these blinds <laughs> on my birthday and them all being like, ha, 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 we told you so. Like, that's <laughs> So that's, so... <laughs> that's probably one of the worst. Thanks for bringing that that's, up. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for like... <laughs> no, it's, it's one of my family's favorite stories to tell about me, I think, and it was, it was a great party the night before. And, Apparently. Uh, kind of crashed and burned the next day. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. How about you, Corby? Worst birthday? generic but i share my birthday with my sister who's two years older than me so we're both on the same day two years apart so every birthday we would have a party together until she got to a point where she's like i don't want to have a birthday party with him anymore and i'm just like oh no but you're the one with all the friends uh, so <laughs> she, was she kicking you off your own birth date basically yeah so oh, we, we, had to, we had to start having separate birthdays <laughs> the, my favorite story that my mom likes to tell is like for my sister's second birthday she came, she came home from the hospital and was like, for, you know, happy birthday, you have a baby brother. And then she said she didn't want a baby brother, she wanted a doll. Oh. So that's how we started our <laughs> wonderful oh, no. relationship. Wow. So um, you could argue that may have been your worst birthday party when your sister looked at you and said, right. I want a doll. I was a, the, a day old and just getting so much crap from her. So <laughs> worst birthday. That's funny. What about you, Maddie? I don't know. I don't remember a ton of birthdays growing up either because we would basically, you know, I was homeschooled, so we do a lot of stuff just with the family and stuff like that. Um, I have had my siblings throw me four surprise parties in my, like, teens and 20s, and I've only found out about one. <laughs> they, they, I've literally had three successful surprise parties in, wow. like, span of five years. Yeah. I'm oblivious. <laughs> That's awesome. And the only reason I found out about one is because one of my good friends, um, like, he found it, he, like, he was invited to it, and he was like, oh, so uh, what you doing on Friday? And I was like, okay, <laughs> I know what's going on here. <laughs> he was just really, really bad at hiding it. So Detective Maddie on the case. Yeah, my siblings did a great job, but my friend did not. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Did you ever have a surprise party? I'm not a big surprise guy. I had one. I think it was, it was either my 17th or 18th birthday, and I told everybody it was a surprise. I, I didn't plan it. Um <laughs> But to this day, I think everyone thinks that I thought it was a surprise, but I knew the whole time. <gasps> so breaking news oh on the gosh. Mildly Awkward podcast. <laughs> now we know uh, the truth. <laughs> my high school girlfriend's going to be heartbroken that her, <laughs> her secret's out and all my friends are going to be like, he's not genuine. But I knew the whole time. It was still a ton of fun. <laughs> that does sound fun. Well, then, you, I mean, even if you know about a surprise party, it's a party without you doing any of the work to set it up, right? Yeah. yeah you literally just show up. You're still the center of attention. That's true. Which is my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've thrown two surprise birthday parties, one for my mom, one for my grandma. I didn't throw them. I, or my mom's I did. I helped a lot, but my grandmother had one. And 
when it's a surprise, it's pretty awesome. Like, I remember my grandmother oh, yeah. just being complete tears because we brought people from, like, Finland that she hadn't oh, seen wow. in so long. Whoa. And, like, all these. It was just, like, so nice. Oh, and my nice. mom's was really nice, too. We brought people from yeah. all over these great my, states. I was going to say, my par- my mom did that for, for her mother. So, like, my maternal grandparents had, like, their 40th wedding anniversary. And so she and her siblings did this whole big surprise party for them as well. But... Um, someone accidentally emailed my grandfather about it because he's the same first name as one of her siblings. And she was like, oh, no, and, like, this whole thing is ruined. And then later they actually had the party, and he was like, oh, I for- totally forgot about that email. Like, I just, <laughs> I got it, just totally forgot about it two weeks later. And so he was genuinely surprised at the surprise party. <laughs> Special thanks to Steve Higgins for composing our theme song. Find him on Facebook at Steve Higgins Music and follow him on Instagram at steve.higgins. Before we move on, there is a question that I'm like, this will be kind of funny. What is the weirdest place you've ever woken up after a party? Or have you ever even gotten to that point? I've never woken up like on a park bench. I don't know. I'm pretty good about keeping my wits about me <laughs> if I'm ever super partying. Um, you know, I've woken up like in friends' houses or on a couch and taken that, that 30 seconds to be like, this isn't my bed. <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, it's this is an okay place to be. I've never, I've never woken up uh, anywhere that I really shouldn't have been. Meaning, I've always at least had a roof over my head, which I think is that's a, good. The goal. That's an accomplishment, yeah. How about you, Corby? The list. <laughs> Hold on, before you go, because I don't feel the top you. I'll just say, <laughs> in my bed without a hangover. <laughs> I'm very lame. All right, go ahead. That's a privilege. Um, <laughs> now I've woken up in a lot of different places. In college, I would wake up a lot in the bathroom, uh, usually like sitting on a chair. Um, and I remember the funniest, this one night, I was in between camp sessions, so we had two days off to like, oh, just go not be here at camp. And so we're, at, we're out of camp, I'm back at, uh, back in college, but there's no, no one in the college just over the summer. And we were drinking, we went to Louisville, we came back, we were drinking. I went to sleep and I woke up on the stairs, like a couple of flights down, and I had no pants on. <laughs> I had I had underwear, but I had no pants. And so I was like, this is really weird. Went upstairs, could not find my pants. It had my wallet and all this stuff. And I was going oh, no. back to camp the next day, so I was like, I have to have all oh. my stuff. Oh, no. I have no idea where it is. I found my wallet and keys inside of an old dresser that used to be my room. So I had, so I went in there and I put it in a dresser for whatever reason. I put You're it like, in there. This is logic that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it was so weird. And then I found my pants stuffed inside of a box upstairs because there was like a bunch of the guys' box on, on like the top floor. So there's tons of stuff. I went, took off my pants, found a box that's not mine. I have no idea who the box was, but I stuffed the pants inside the box. Um, and then... And then you put yeah. your wallet in a dresser, <laughs> yeah. and then you went to sleep on the stairs. Mm-hmm. That's yes. fantastic. It was, a, it was a wonderful night. <laughs> wonderful. Oh, my gosh. All right, so on our podcast, as you know, um, we like to not only provide entertainment, but also real-world advice for real people. Um, so 100% real fans have written in who exist and have asked some questions um, to ask the party expert, who in this situation is Jacob, of course. Um, so we have some questions for you from listeners. Bring them on. All right, so this first one. I am a freshman in college, and I just got invited to my first real college house party. Since this is my first party, I want to make a big splash. I want people to remember me for this party. What can I bring to make that happen? And that's from 
future party animal in Ohio. You're going to want to go to the phone book. You're going to want to look up your closest pinata shop. And then you're going to want to go to McDonald's and get like eight orders of french fries. And I think you can fill in the rest. You're going to want to put the french fries in the pinata. You walk in and you are the most popular girl there. I promise. But there's a fine line, right? Because we talked about if it's cold french fries, that's the worst thing you can put in a pinata. Yeah, that's if, a timeline. If you're on a college campus, there's a McDonald's within a five-minute walk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to be just fine. Hot french fries in a pinata. So the next one, my spouse and I were recently invited to a dinner party with some of my new work colleagues. I barely know them, and my spouse doesn't know them at all. What are some of your best conversation starters that we can use for dinner? This comes from Tongue Tied in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. <laughs> the face that Corby made reading I was like, that. Whoa, what's that one? <laughs> Fun place you guys are from. One of the one of the best things you can talk about, period, significant other or not, is just some of your first childhood memories because those are never traumatic or scarring. Um, and they really let people know who you are. Just- and Right, you can bypass getting to know someone and go right to extreme openness. Right, right, which is where we're all trying to get anyway. Also, if you have any stories about like waking up in places that are not your bed or your house or your fraternity house, that's going to be a really... Yeah. And I think that's super effective when you don't know people because then they know you are here to party. Like you (laughs) are the life of it and they're not going to question that at all. Or... You can just put on some aha and like bust, <laughs> just kick down the door and be like, all right, let's go. This is like, her husband's kind of cool. Like, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, you, you got can, some solid, you, solid you can, ideas. You can edit whichever one of those is funnier. In, like. <laughs> all right. So this next one. Every year, my friends from college and I have a white elephant gift exchange at our Christmas party. Also, every year, we all try to one-up each other with these like weird or crazy, awkward, hilarious things we bring to the white elephant. What should I bring this year to one-up everyone else? And this is from King Elephant in Wyoming. <laughs> Background story. In fifth grade, we had a, a white elephant party, and everyone was super excited about it. It's a party, right? I'm so excited. I'm going like last, second to last, and I get this super – I don't even remember what I got. Originally, I was left with like – it was like a ball pack with like bouncy balls and a football and like a squishy basketball – and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm going to end up with this. And then the person that went last opened it up and got a set of boxcar children books, which all, I don't, are you guys familiar with oh, the, yeah. the boxcar yep, children? Yep. Fine books. <laughs> but they decided to switch with me, <gasps> oh, thus no. ending the white elephant exchange. <gasps> and so I went from like elated, I'm like, I'm the second to last person. I get these awesome like sports balls and like I'm going to be the <laughs> coolest kid on the playground in 20 minutes. And then I end up with this set of boxcar children books oh, no. that I did read and enjoy. Like it's it's not the worst it was gift to ever get. To read. It was fine. You're like, but I Jesse remember being... and Violet are just they don't understand my pain because <laughs> I could have had bouncy balls up hanging up. You losers, freaking Benny can't do anything right. Um, so so that was I don't know. That's one of the worst experiences I've ever had with a white elephant gift, and I think it shaped my views of party parties. Uh, from that day that did not answer the question yeah so um, t- <laughs> so maybe some bouncy balls or some boxer children books depending <laughs> if there's someone you hate there yeah. right. good luck <laughs> a big thank you to our sponsor acacia counseling and wellness for your peace of mind find them online at www.acaciacw.com that's a-c-a-c-i-a-c-w.com
So we're going to move on to doing some deal breakers. So we're going to introduce something that maybe your significant other does or whatever. It's all party related. And you're going to let us know if it's a deal breaker. If so, that's a moment you're like, yeah. I'm out. So the idea is like everything else is pretty much fine, mm -hmm. right? But this is the one thing that could be a deal breaker for you. The first one is your significant other likes to party as much as you, but never fails to black out an hour in. A deal breaker? Oh, I think that'd probably be a deal breaker, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, have some, like, responsibility for yourself. And, like, uh, don't get me wrong, you can go get bonkers drunk every now and then if you need to. Uh, but if you cannot contain yourself for an hour at least to make it into, into the night, that yeah. I, I would get very impatient with that. Yeah, I think I would agree. That's a deal breaker for me as well. How about you, Corby? Same. Yeah. It's too much work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Your significant other brings their guitar to every single party they attend, and they insist on performing either Piano Man or Wonderwall at least once an evening. Oh, if it's Piano Man, then I'm all for it. <laughs> Piano Again, Man is not a really, good song. It's a, fine, it's a great... What do you have against Billy Joel? Ah, <laughs> oh, that song... I think, no, I think I would pay somebody to follow me around to parties with a guitar as long as they promise to play piano, or, yeah, play Piano Man. Or Wonderwall, though. Or, no, other. only Piano Man. Okay. You don't need Wonderwall. So it's only a deal breaker if it's both If it's Wonderwall, songs. it's a deal breaker. If, if it's, it's Piano Man, Man, I think I love them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we've all known that person at parties who will, like, I had a friend at a party or at parties who would bring his guitar and would sing with it without, you know, being asked, but it would be so loud like he's saying it top volume so like you couldn't have a conversation in the room where he was playing it was very annoying <laughs> so don't do that I mean, it would be a deal breaker if they sat down and played like mariachi music at some point <laughs> they're like i'm gonna go on a 45 minute mariachi solo have you with, ever been with, to a party with, though with a mariachi band no it's like awesome but not a band like, just the guitar awesome. section it does. no like just... nothing else just the guitar they're like i'm gonna isolate the guitar <laughs> that would be a deal breaker I don't know. I am kind of late on the Wonderwall train. Like, I always knew it was yeah. a joke, but I, n I had never listened to Wonderwall until, like, a couple years ago. So when I hear it, I'm like, it's like a good it's like, song. Okay. <laughs> <You're not laughs> so I still haven't gotten into that part where I'm like, oh. Like, it's because cool. it's about, it's like a really simple song, yeah. right? Like, yeah. a really right. simple it's song to play. Super so. easy to play. I've been told yeah. I still can't do it. I'm... So that's a deal breaker for you, Maddie. Only if they're being loud and obnoxious about okay. it. Yeah, also, right. I really don't like the song Piano Man. I'm so sorry, but, <laughs> but no. When they find out they have something in common with a person they meet at a party, your significant other always yells, oh my gosh, new bestie. They have been known to do this multiple times at the same party. Deal breaker? Oh, that would be very annoying to me. I don't like, know if it'd be a deal breaker. It's like right, a like very... Like, you live in an apartment? Oh my gosh, new bestie! <laughs> oh, oh. You know, now that you do that... They're both like alcohol. Maybe. Oh my it's gosh, like... new bestie! <laughs> He's cringing in pain right oh, now, you guys. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't love that. I, I would hope that whoever else is at that party would be like, no, you can't have 100 new besties tonight <laughs> and end that before I would have to. But I think, I think, I think that, might, that might be a deal breaker for me. I think that would do it. So far, is that three for three on deal breakers for <laughs> no, me? Yeah, so like, there was a, <laughs> it was a partial, it was a contingent deal breaker with Piano Man and right. all of you. Yeah. right. That's probably a deal breaker for me. That that would be funny as like someone who's not involved with someone romantic who does that. I don't think it's a deal breaker for me because I feel like at times I'm that person. I'm like, <laughs> like, we should be friends. We can also Come have on. a red cup. We are best friends. We're yeah. the same person. You have like a, an arm on either side of your body. New bestie. <laughs> like, at what point does it I'll just be get with annoying? Them. <laughs> 
Let's do one more. And it is, you find out that your significant other has the nickname Panty Flinger Patty from college. <laughs> deal breaker or no? Nah? No, I don't think it's a deal breaker. <laughs> Wait, you don't, didn't even want to know the story? You're just like, oh yeah. I, well, no, obviously I would want to know the story, but <laughs> I don't, I, don't I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine what that story that would be for me to be like, oh no. <laughs> There's no downside to this story for you. <laughs> okay, how about you, Corby? Uh, I don't think it's a deal breaker. No. But I would definitely like inquire. Oh yeah, I, I would want to know what I the story. I would be really is. judgmental. I'd be like, that might be a deal. Like, I would want to know what happened there. Right. But you know, I'm thinking too. Like, how often does it come up? So it's like, it's every time her friends here, they're like, panty flinger patty. Right. I'd be like, okay, let's not do this. Or if it's like, or she starts insisting on calling herself that or something. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like, I want on the wedding invitations, panty flinger patty. Like yeah. people will right. understand. If, They'll know. And I'm like, oh no. If, no. if that's central to her identity, that might be a deal breaker. Like, Above all, I'm a panty flinger. She's like, no, we have to go back to college for homecoming. Oh my gosh. Like, I am panty flinger. So that's a patty. whole different kettle of fish though, right? So right. you're like, that's, stop living in the past. That would, yeah, that would be a deal breaker. But no, I think there are probably worse, worse nicknames to have. What is the worst nickname you've encountered someone having? Like what comes to mind when you see uh, the worst nicknames to have? Maybe maybe that is the worst <laughs> name to have. Now, now that I think about it, no, I don't know. I've never been a big uh, nickname guy. I think the worst names are if they're related to like poop or something. Oh, or it's sure. like because you got drunk that yeah. one time and pooped your pants or something. That's like, <laughs> just mean at that point. Right. Oh, yeah, like come on. Hey, Mildly Awkward fans, it's almost Halloween. To celebrate, we want to hear your spooky stories and your wild Halloween lore. Write us at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook page. And you might just hear your story featured on our Halloween episode. One of the things that we also like to do on our esteemed podcast is we have our finger on the pulse of journalism today. And so we like to explore what headlines people are writing about millennials. Very rarely by millennials, but often about millennials. So we have a couple to go through here. This one is Millennials, Your Party Sucks. Here's how to make it better from the observer so this is like a list of ways there sounds very like accusatory not gonna lie uh that they're <laughs> saying about millennial parties and we'll see if we you know agree or disagree so the first one is booze is more important than appetizers so saying that we're more likely to bring food to a party rather than bringing booze for everyone which honestly i think i agree mm. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I could see that i don't know snacks are always welcome yeah. I think you have to have a balance, though, because what if you have people at your party who don't drink? Like, that seems a little... That's true. Unfairly prejudicial. Everyone, everyone, you guys are going to have your beers. I'm going to be in the corner with my chips. <laughs> 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 my special K-bars. Well, I think just, like, bring your own chips. Yeah. I think, I'm going to do You blew my mind. It's kind of just like that idea where... I don't, I don't know. I guess what it's saying is, like, Everyone needs a drink at this party. Why is every... Which is kind right. of a weird that thing, too. Weird it's thing. like, why wouldn't you want... Like, if someone's not drinking, whatever. But, yeah, I guess... <laughs> bring your own chips. Bring your own, bring your own <laughs> chips. <It's> the <laughs> I think, though, like, when I go to a party, if I bring alcohol, I'm like, I brought exactly as much alcohol as I either want to drink or can drink or can afford to drink, and I'm not sharing. If I bring snacks, anyone can eat my snacks. I think the author just wants people to start buying them drinks. <laughs> Is this a cry for help <laughs> from the author, Miss Liz, Liz Tracy? It's okay. We love you. <laughs> Welcome to Mildly Awkward, the anti-Liz Tracy podcast. <laughs> we are cyberbullying. We are. I'm sorry for cyberbullying you, Liz. <laughs> well, 
let's just, you know, just to go on with this article, the next item is dance, bitches. <laughs> Basically, um, there's nothing more pathetic than a party at 3 a.m. where everyone's in little clusters chatting around quietly while some, like, Bonnie Bear song drags on in the background. See, that to me seems like a really fun thing to do at 3 a.m. after a party. Yes. Yeah. Although I think I would like it more had I been dancing for like two hours prior to that. Like I'm all for, I'm, I'm a horrible dancer, but I will do it very frequently when I'm drunk, given the right setting. And then you kind of come down and then you can put some body bear on and kind of mellow out for the night. Right. Have some deep talks. Yeah. I'm definitely a dancer. Yeah. Like I'm not. I've seen I'm a party dancing. dancer. I'm not like, I'm not going to. I'll dance for you right now. Oh, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's no, mesmerizing. He's dancing. It's he's beautiful. Oh, How about the ceiling? <laughs> get up. Dance. Oh, see, I get so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, when no, I I'm, I'm a horrible dancer. If, so I, see, you have to drink. So if I see somebody looking at me while I dance, I'm done dancing for the night. Like, if I'm just drunk and, like, everyone's in a group and you're dancing, oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. The second I make eye contact with someone, I'm like, okay, we're done here. I'm sitting down again. <laughs> it's been great. Another one is stop Instagramming everything. Jacob. Yeah, yeah I know. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm as guilty as anybody. Um, but well, no, that, def- definitely not at a party. Don't like no, pick a party and right? post an Instagram mid-party. Right. No, especially And then also like, just don't do it the next day or like the next week or like just don't do it. I think it's because like the motivation for putting something on Instagram is like, look at this party that I'm at. Look what I'm doing right now. That right? is so cool. Yeah. So that's all we have today for the party episode. Thank you so much, Jacob, for coming in. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Mm. Yes. All right. Well, um, as always, this has been the Mildly Awkward Podcast. I'm your co-host, Corby. I'm your co-host, Maddie. And I'm Jacob. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye.